We should start the episode with the the GameCube startup. Oh, that's that'd be good. <laughs> or the or like the the one that you get when you hold down the A button. Did you guys ever do that? Yeah, where the no 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 the different the different oh, sounds. It's like higher pitched or something like that. Or like it changes it. There's one that sounds like a. It's like it's like squeak toys almost. And then if you have four controllers plugged in and you hold down the A button on all four controllers, it sounds like a like sticks hitting like a and then the last and then the last okay. like the it's a guy going like oh <laughs> huh. I think I I think I'd done the squeaky one I didn't I don't think I knew there was a different one for yeah for all four, four controllers, controllers plugged in. that's funny yeah no I don't think we really i think we just go into it i don't know yeah we're do doing it. like a cold open we don't we don't have to adhere to our normal yeah yeah episode rules so welcome back ladies and gents this is an episode of there will be duds <laughs> this is replacing your regularly scheduled content uh you've met we... with a terrible fate haven't you <laughs> wrong wrong console <laughs> <laughs> i got uh, a game here that says otherwise <laughs> do we just want to call them vault episodes that's what yeah, we've been referring to them i think yeah, it yeah. still works yeah we're this is a vault episode this is a uh, recorded sometime in the past and is really being released sometime in the future after this recording as as they usually are but but there's a longer <laughs> time difference i guess <laughs> yeah we used to just do these for our pre-podcast episodes we'd release them as little good little little treats but but now we're out of those we ran out so we got to record new (laughs) stuff to sit in the back for a while we might Um, be dead by the time this comes out yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) well i guess it's true for any episode though yeah that's true anything that's you release into the internet (laughs) We'll have this in like a tucked away in a file on the folder, like to be opened upon my death. And it's just like, yes. why? Why did they save this? <laughs> <laughs> People like will comb it for some like hidden message, and it's just like, mm, I like Zelda. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah they're reading between the lines. Yeah, <laughs> what were they really saying? <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna now use our vault episodes to kind of go off the uh, the the beaten path of or go on the beaten path i don't know yeah venture away from the main street of dudstown um so uh we're talking about the gamecube today we're we're both nintendo boys yeah um i don't know it's probably my favorite console i don't know like obviously we're going to be talking with a lot of bias here i think we were we were that you know everybody's favorite game i've heard that like somebody's somebody was like oh this is my favorite game but it's probably because it came out when i was 12 and i was like oh fuck my favorite That's... game came out when i was 12 yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah like, well yeah and it, yeah we're definitely <laughs> we are millennials and this is like one of those things that millennials like is is the gamecube it just yeah. it, it's such a you know, in the in the context of like when it was released, alongside like the PlayStation Two and the Xbox, mm-hmm. it's the it's the all huge. That was just a huge generation, I think. Yes, 
those consoles like, were big. You know, the the GameCube was kind of like the little brother, mm-hmm. where like yeah. you know, PlayStation it was the one for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation had been using discs since the PS One. Mm-hmm. Xbox was like, yeah, we got Halo and violent video games mm-hmm. and a controller with a shitload of buttons on it. <laughs> You know, and yeah. then the GameCube was like, what if Luigi was a ghost hunter? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. you know, it was, it was the cons. it was like one of the first consoles that I like remember being a big deal when we yeah. got to get one. I was young enough to like, I may, I, I maybe have memory of like when we got the N64, it mm-hmm. wasn't new when we got it. But yeah. this was the first one that like I knew, like I remember going out getting it. I remember the game we got with it. It was yep. James Bond Agent Under Fire. Oh. We were both uh I, we talked well, <laughs> I was going to say we talked about it last episode, but <laughs> talked about it some episode in the past <laughs> where we talked about GoldenEye that playing GoldenEye just turned me into a James Bond head, so we were like, yeah, we're getting the new console, we're getting a James Bond game. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I think there's something else to it though. Like I, the, the GameCube just it feels like such a unique, mm-hmm. little special little thing, and like it's it's all the it's also the last Nintendo console that wasn't a full on like gimmick. You know, it's true. <laughs> it's it's it, the last of their normal consoles yeah. where it's just a console. You plug it into the TV, and then you have controllers. And sure, there's peripherals, which we can get into later. There's yeah. all this, as Nintendo has done since, I think since the NES in some form or another with the Zapper. Oh, uh, yeah, the Zapper. There was like a, like a, oh, I don't know where it is. I might still have it around here somewhere. But it was like, a, it was more like a traditional arcade thing where it had like a joystick and then like an A, B button. It was, it was bizarre. It was weird. Oh, okay. Kind of like an Atari pad or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, we, the gimmick, the gimmick for the GameCube was that it had a little handlebar that you could, you could yeah. carry it around to Did all the parties you that? went to. <laughs> yeah. The only time I ever really used it was when uh, I took my GameCube to like Super Smash Bros tournaments, oh, and okay. it was like I pulled it out of the bag, and it's like, oh yeah, no, this has got a handle. I can just that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like all the commercials, it was like a dude walking down the street in like an urban environment with his GameCube yeah. and he's walking by walls that are tagged by graffiti and is yeah. like, yeah, this guy's cool. He's got a GameCube. It would, it would be pretty sick if you had like a carabiner, you hook your GameCube up to that <laughs> from your belt loop. Yeah. You have like a portable battery charger. You plug <laughs> the GameCube into that. And just as you're walking down the street, you're, you have like a little mini TV yeah. display and you're just playing like you're just, <laughs> playing super mario sunshine as you're walking down the street yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like there was like a little tv peripheral like oh a there little, was yeah you're yeah. right it's just like a little fold that i wanted that thing so fucking bad oh, I'm sh- oh yeah yeah like yeah even though like yeah that was so appealing because then i was like i could take it on like vacations yeah and we could yeah. just like yeah play it like in the car <laughs> or something like that yeah I'm just imagining someone with a carabiner on their GameCube just like winging it up a building to like, uh, like, use it as like it a grappling hook. To, yeah, <laughs> try to scale the building. It'd probably work because it's, um, it's dense little guy. Yeah. I remember, I think it was X Play, maybe it was one of the, the G4 shows. 
and oh. they were basically it was like it was the console wars thing and they were kind of like testing all these different thing all the different you know like games yeah yeah uh like internet i don't know just all these different aspects of it uh and then like the final test was like durability and they like <laughs> dropped all the consoles off a, off a building and the gamecube like was the only one that survived and i think they did it like a couple times and the gamecube held together <laughs> i was like yes <laughs> thing rules um do you remember gamecube ads uh not off the top of my head but because are you talking about ads for the gamecube or ads for like games for the gamecube uh, a little of both but i think mostly the gamecube itself um okay. i'm trying i'm thinking from like all the issues of nintendo power that i had but i feel like at this point in time in nintendo's history they were pretty raunchy with some of their hmm. ads like there's an ad for uh super mario strikers mm-hmm. and it's two soccer balls hanging in a net and one soccer ball is hanging a little bit lower than the other. Okay. And it says, you're going to need a pair. Okay. <laughs> and then there's yeah, like, I don't think that would be in one today. There's one that's just like a dude wearing like a pimp coat with rings and, and bracelets and bling. And it's got Wario's head and it just says oh. hanging with the bling bling King is <laughs> for Wario world, which I think is back there on the shelf. Spoiler. It's not in my top 10. Oh, <laughs> but it was, I remember it being a fairly fun game, I never but it was just like, I don't one. know. The, the like... GameCube had like a very sort of like minimalistic ad campaign where it'd just be like a single image. And then like a very, like, who are you? I remember those ads in the game yep. in like the Nintendo power oh, ones. I was going to dig out my Nintendo powers for this. Ah. I forgot. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Mine are back at my parents' place. But yeah, I was like, who are you? That was like, yep. That yeah. was like their whole marketing campaign back in the day. That that made me think of it because there was a string of of Nintendo powers. It was like ten issues in a row or something where it was like on the spine, yeah. you know, and then you like yep. put it all together and it it says the who are you? Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I wish I hadn't got rid of a lot of those now. Damn it. I'm kinda regretting that. <laughs> I just had a tote full of them. They were so heavy. Like moving yeah. them around sucked. Yeah, it does, yeah. I just I just had a spot for him in my closet, yeah, in, in my bedroom, and I just they just stayed there. I mean, I'd rather have my games than my Nintendo Bauer magazine. So Fair. you know, you're you're doing pretty good there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, the we'll start with the the launch titles, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. Do we need to do any prehistory on like I don't know. I get not not necessarily prehistory, but I kind of I briefly mentioned like it, this came out around the time of like the PS2 and the Xbox, and I think the I think because it's like everyone thought of Mario and Luigi and Link as like kind of childish stuff in comparison to like the games of the PS2 and the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I feel like the GameCube was kind of dismissed at the time. Um, they had like these weird little discs for some that that's the gimmicky aspect was that every other console was very modern at the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I watched like a Scott the Waz video about the GameCube because like I'll mm. get sucked into his stuff about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I feel like he there was a specific it was just like sort of a baffling reason why Nintendo went with like the mini discs instead of like normal discs. 
Like it's not an HD console. There's like limited yep. space on it. Like a few, you know, Resident Evil Four, Tales of Symphonia. There's a few other ones that are like two disc games. Two disc, yeah, yep. And it's I I don't know why Nintendo made the decisions that it did, but you know I guess you know to set the stage. I think the GameCube was kind of the black sheep at the time. That you know we have like oh for sure we have like you know great nostalgia for it, but mm. I think in the grand scheme, I think the GameCube was kind of a flop. Yeah, it was. No, yeah, it it uh it I don't I don't know the exact numbers, but for they like needed the Wii to be the success that it was for them yeah. to still be like Nintendo. <laughs> Basically, yeah. if the Wii was GameCube two, they might have become a Sega or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be weird. Um uh, literally Wii Sports saved their ass. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And, and then and then you go to think like, oh well, I guess that's you know, that's why they followed that trajectory. People are like, oh I hate that they do the gimmicky stuff, but it's like that's what people bought. People didn't like yeah. it when they did yeah. you know. I think I think the the thing for me too with the GameCube is like there's the the choices they made with their games and we again we'll delve into the game into more specific games that we played later they're just so interesting they're like they they took a lot of leaps of faith with this console and a lot of the time i think worked out like yeah we'll get into like for instance turning uh a traditionally 2d side scroller like metroid into a 3d first person shooter mm. um creating what a lot of people consider as like the best game of all time taking resident evil and kind of not quite as out there different as a uh, metroid prime but yeah. resident evil 4 it was kind of a revamp of that series too yeah wind waker I mean... cell shaded kid you know that was very weird for the time people were yeah. like but this doesn't look like ocarina of time yeah you know yeah when when all these other consoles are going for high definition like super realistic you know real life stuff nintendo is like what if blink was a cartoon like this is literally yeah. like a cartoon style and i mean it had its detractors because i feel like there was there was like an e3 or i think it was called space world space there world was, i know yeah. the, the demo with yes where it yeah. was way more like Cool. Yeah. And people yeah. were like, whoa, this is going to mm -hmm. be like, because like Ocarina of Time was a smash. That was like Nintendo's deal was taking like 2D games like, you know, Mario, Super Mario 64, Zelda, mm -hmm. Ocarina of Time, then Metroid, Metroid Prime. They kind of had a proven track record of taking those 2D games and like making them in 3D environments and being smash hits. But it was like, mm -hmm. they were like, oh yeah, finally, next gen console, mature Zelda. Mm -hmm. and then it's like link in his jammies yeah <laughs> and you're like what what is this yeah but history has proven that wind waker is it's a it's it's been more kind to, to wind yes. waker for sure yeah and the wii u hd remaster honestly they didn't have to do much to make it look better yeah it's like upscaled a little bit and it kind of has that glossy hd look but otherwise it's like the same game yeah yeah. And I don't I don't mean that in a negative way. Like it's Right, yeah. It's pretty it's, it's held up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
launch titles and we're going we're just doing us because that's where we live so yes uh okay so u.s launch titles november 18th 2001 uh we've got i try not to skip any but i gotta use my finger here because it's kind of hard okay tony hawk pro skater 3 uh star wars rogue squadron 2 rogue leader uh nfl hits 2002 madden nfl 2002 disney's tarzan untamed dave mirrors freestyle bmx 2 Crazy Taxi, Batman Vengeance, All-Star Baseball 2, Wave Race Blue Storm. And then we get to the real special ones, Super Monkey Ball and Luigi's Mansion. Yes. A lot of sports titles for for the launch. Um Yeah. As is a, a trend with this console along with a couple other trends. I mean, within those sports ones, you have Tony uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, one of the new ones. That's that's cool. Tony Hawk Pro Skater is always fun. Uh, we had Dave Mira Freestyle BMX too. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I played the <laughs> shit out of that game. It was, it was fun, but you know, it's basically a it's Tony Hawk Pro Skater, but bikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think, unless you played any of the other ones, the ones to really highlight, and I think are kind of good examples of what I was talking about with the GameCube taking these sorts of leaps. Risks. Yeah. Yeah, risks with uh, Luigi's Mansion and Super Monkey Ball not not launching with a new Mario title. Yeah, launching <laughs> with a Luigi title. Launching with a Luigi title. A non-platforming weird he hunts ghosts. This, yeah, it's a Ghostbusters ass haunted mansion game which Yeah. Which I mean slaps. It's great. <laughs> I really really like it. Uh, yeah. the music the music in Luigi's Mansion might be like the most memorable part for me. Just like oh, yeah. the way it it changes depending on how much health you have. Mm. Like it becomes or I guess Luigi's like singing along with it. Yeah, like, he hums he does the Yeah, yeah. And like as as you take more damage and your health is diminished, it his voice is like uh-huh. it's like a little like shaky or a little, little he's a little yeah. spooky. He's spooked. And then Super Monkey Ball, did you ever play that one? I swear we used to have it. Okay. But you, we have you, Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, but we don't. I, I think. Oh, nice. I think maybe my cousin had Super Monkey Ball. Okay. But I did I did play it a little bit, but I didn't, not a ton. We So we got, I, I think we got our GameCube probably a year after this, because I want to say it was around fall of the following year. Okay. Maybe that we got ours. I think. But I still didn't get around to Luigi's Mansion or Super Monkey Ball until a little later. One of my friends got me Luigi's Mansion for my birthday. Mm. And then I think Sarah got the Super Monkey Ball 2 pack for Christmas or something like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, Super Monkey Ball is also really great. And it's it's this strange little thing where you move a monkey and a ball around a course. Although... Technically, you the whole th- you don't move the ball, you move the level. Yeah, that's how yeah. it works. And um, but yeah, really, uh, I just like noting that that it's like a bunch of sports games, and then these two very like what would turn out to be like kind of a template for the GameCube kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. That is interesting. I, I feel like aside from like Luigi's Mansion Super Monkey Ball, you could almost look at that as like 
kind of a kind of a weak lineup. Now I I know people have a lot of love for the Rogue Squadron games. So Rogue Squadron Two, that was probably big on people's list. I didn't play them until the third one, which I'll pull out here. This is actually our demo disc. I think Travis has the actual one. (laughs) This is our pre-order demo disc, but uh, Rebel Rebel Strike. And yeah, I will say this game is really good. It's not my it's not my top ten, but it's really fun (laughs) game. Really good multiplayer. A lot of a lot of shit too. You know something I noticed while going back on these two? It's like wow, all these like completed games with all this extra content. You know. I think we were talking about this, or maybe I was talking with Travis about, like, pre-order bonuses for, at the time of this recording, Tears of the Kingdom is still a little ways out. The only the only pre- pre-order bonus I've seen is GameStop. Have you seen that? It's like a plaque of wood. It's got, like, a thing engraved no. into it. Oh. And, I mean, maybe I'll get it just because there's no other pre-order bonuses <laughs> incentivizing me, oh, but... That- <laughs> uh, yeah but like this with we pre-ordered rebel strike and it we got this and it was like a free demo and also it came with uh the arcade game like the oh. original atari star wars arcade game oh that's kind of cool and i was like obsessed with arcade games at this period of time <laughs> i like i wanted to go like to an cabinet. arcade i wanted oh, okay. to I, I wanted to go to one i wanted to go to a thing where there's all these different arcade yeah. cabinets with my, my bag of quarters and plunk them and in just and go yeah and yeah the only exposure you had is fucking chuck and chuck e cheese that's like all we have around here that's like that only half counts um, yeah 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 so any sort of like arcade game experience you could have or like retro games you know super nintendo or nes i was like oh that's so cool now i'm like nes is really bad <laughs> it's like 99 percent of those games if not more are just garbage <laughs> snes yeah. not the case SN- snes is a lot better yeah maybe it's maybe it's just because like now with with uh steam or just being being able to access or just it being so much easier for people to make games and just put them on steam or put them on something else and so many of them go with that retro feel. It just, yeah. it kind of takes the magic away from some older games where back here it was like you had to own one of those systems or you had to, you know, get a special bonus thingy or something to yeah to play them. Yeah, I think that kind of added some, some more magic to it where like uh, maybe the other systems didn't have that history. PlayStation didn't have, I mean, it had one system before it, and the Xbox was the first one, so they don't have that right. that, uh, that retro, you know, yeah. pull or whatever. Yeah, because it's like, you know, Nintendo was associated with, like, a, a pretty sizable cast of characters that mm-hmm. you, like, instantly recognized as Nintendo characters. Mm-hmm. It was like, PlayStation had three... Crash, Spyro, Gex, Gex, Gex was not PlayStation exclusive. His no, party. I know. Did you say Gex is that's the third part in the the PlayStation trifecta? Okay, well, what's your third one? Who's the other one? I don't, I've I didn't say that there was oh, three. Yeah. I, I was. <laughs> you said there was I guess three. I, I'm thinking characters that got multiple games. 
Oh, there like, was, oh yeah, the Gex did do the sequel. That's right. There was that first. No, I showed you that other Gex one. That was, yeah, it, was yeah. it wasn't the Deep Agent one or whatever. The undercover Gecko. There was yeah, like that, I remember. the old like PS one when they were like this tall. Like okay. there was like a first Gex game, and then there was the Secret Agent one, and then there was Gex three that had like the booby lady on the cover. I I forget what her name was. Okay. Gex three. I feel like it was someone famous. Deep Cover Gecko. That's the third one. Deep cover Who is gecko. this woman on the cover? Um, I thought you were gonna say like Solid Snake or something like that. <laughs> oh, like if I had to pick a third, I don't know. I feel like there's something else. Well, okay, this is from like a pre-existing thing too, but actually, like Cloud Strife would be like the third. Yeah, you know, he's from a single game, but that was like the biggest PlayStation One game. That's true. That's true. Oh, it was an actual Playboy Playmate on the cover. Oh, really? Marlise Andrada. Yeah, she was like on the cover of Deep Cover Gecko. I'm sure it was a few. It was probably a few more years before I started paying attention to that stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, PlayStation had had yeah Crash Bandicoot and Spyro, which who would later go on to be in GameCube titles, but. I would argue that yeah. the original trilogies of Gex, or sorry, I keep, I got Gex on the mind. The original <laughs> trilogies of Crash and Spyro, the best ones I think were the PS1 versions. Yeah. And then they, but you know, yeah, Xbox had what, Master Chief? Or yeah. Call of Duty, man? Uh, Yeah, I guess that was, I don't know how the Xbox... Because I, I only played Call of Duty on PC originally. Yeah. I don't think I've ever played... No, I did play Modern Warfare when they came when those ones came out. But yeah, no, Xbox had Master Chief, and then boy howdy did they try pushing more. But Master Chief is the only one that stuck, I think. <laughs> but I remember them really trying to push, like, they wanted a... They were doing the, 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 the DCEU thing of, like, they're, they're trying to catch up to the, the Avengers. The Avengers yeah. of like Mario, Link, Samus, Pikachu. But mm-hmm. they were skipping the steps. They were doing what like with Justice League. They're like, yeah, we made a Superman movie uh, and a Wonder Woman. Okay, now we can make Justice League. We're good. We got we don't need to do anything else. So they're like, we got Halo and we got uh, Brute Force. <laughs> uh, I think that was like one of their launch titles. Um, yeah. But yeah. Just Master Chief. Hey, I will say, we had an Xbox too. Um, I, I, I am a big Halo stand too. I'm not. I'm. I'm not throwing any shade on Halo itself. I mean, eh, Bungie Halo. We'll say that. <laughs> not necessarily three four three. Uh, as <laughs> people who play Halo know, I don't. I shouldn't have to specify. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no shade on that. Fucking OG Halo. That's also some great lot of lot of great memories tied to tied to that mm-hmm. franchise too did you have a ps2 or xbox or anything nope no my, you like, had my, my yeah my basically it was like we had i think we had an nes or my grand my grandma had an nes so i played a lot of that early and then i got i got a sega genesis i was i was a sonic kid yep. like sonic 2 yep. sonic spinball sonic yep. 3d blast nice. my yeah, those were, my yeah, permanently those borrowed copy of sonic and knuckles oh, we never got that one we rented that a few times yeah. 
And then, yeah, I got a PlayStation 1. Croc. Maybe Croc could be the other mascot of uh, okay. Sony, Maybe. even though Croc only got two games and then faded into obscurity. <laughs> but, you know, Croc, uh, Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, those. We got an N64. We have one of the Hey You Pikachu N64s. Oh, nice. And then so You got that later. You had the PlayStation first? Yep. Yep. Okay. And then we were it was like summer summer 2001 or 2002 i can't i don't remember but it was like we would go to my grandma's house while my parents worked when school was out and i i remember it so vividly um my grandma she wrote down different clues and she put them on like little sheets of paper and she hid them all around her house so we had to find one and it would be like some sort of rhyme or something like that and they would tell us where to, oh in the next room so we'd go to that room we'd look around we'd try to find the clue and then the last clue was something like a trip to wally world which is walmart oh okay Okay. and we were like oh okay (laughs) and she drove us to walmart and she bought a gamecube and i believe super smash bros melee was oh but also no no okay so you're talking about pre-order bonus shit so the GameCube that she bought us, this was right around the time Wind Waker came out. And okay, so that would have been 2002. That might have been 2003 in the U.S. Maybe it was. Maybe we were late. Maybe we were late to the GameCube game. But I remember because I knew Evan and Isaac at the time, and I remember that like they pre-ordered Wind Waker, and if you pre-ordered Wind Waker, you got the Ocarina of Time and Master Quest. I think Travis has that one (laughs) edition, but yeah. And I remember they ran out. So like Isaac just got the player's guide, but then my, my grandma took us to Walmart and we bought the GameCube and it came with the wind waker with Ocarina of time and master quest. And they, I kind of felt bad, but also I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. We got, we got that too. And I was that that that's another example of what I was talking about. Or it was like bundled with it. This I have this too, which is more coveted. Oh yeah, the collector's edition. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was gonna bring that up as an example of, like, that exclusive. Like, this had the original Legend of Zelda. What? Like one and two. It had four games on it. Yeah. This is was, like how I played Majora's Mask. I, I never had a copy for N64. Oh, really? This is how I played it. I th- We had our own copy of Majora's Mask, but I don't think we ever owned Ocarina of Time. So mm. this or the Master Quest disc. Actually, the Master Quest disc was what we had because this isn't mine. Talk about permanent uh, permanent borrows. Who did you borrow it from? Uh, we can censor. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Matt Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> I just and it wasn't you know it wasn't on purpose I just it's one of those things I just never never get it back to him he's never asked for it back <laughs> but yeah we did have the uh, the Master Quest one too I remember trying Master Quest and hating it but I have since replayed Master Quest and I do appreciate it more but I think as a kid I was like what the fuck like have you ever played Master Quest yeah it's fucking weird like cows lodged into the side of Jabu Jabu's belly yeah and yeah, yeah and, and, but like 
as a kid, I was just like, oh, they're just like doing random shit to make it different. But then I like playing it as like when I was older, I was like, oh, no, it's, you know, it's changing the dungeons. You know, you have it makes you have yeah. to like solve them differently and it makes it interesting or fresh in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's like a perfect example of that sort of like that appeal, that pull. Like, again, the, the collector's edition, especially I know was like a very like sought after item. I, I don't know if it still holds this, but I know this fetched a pretty penny back in the day i'm gonna in real time we're gonna look at the zelda collector's edition maybe promotional this on amazon uh 124.99 okay um let's see if it's on ebay ebay yeah i think that i bet ebay it's you could probably 210 some of them yeah some of them are like 36 i guess yeah okay some of them aren't too bad. Disc only thirty one. Oh, mm. there's the um, the graded. You know, it looks like it's sealed. Oh, nice. four fifty nine ninety five. <laughs> oh, damn! The Zelda Twilight Princess HD with Amiibo Wii U. That's two twenty five. I've got that. Mm. Yeah. So it's like some of them. It it really depends. Because also, if like you still have all the original like inserts. And like the right, you know, yeah, guides and all that kind of shit. You know, that's I feel like that adds to it. That's a good segue into guides. Something else that I I really miss <laughs> from these older generations, like these like fucking books that you had, and yeah. just like how much care it seems or like was put into these things. But now it's just like yeah, we can just like slip a piece of paper in there with like a code and it's like we know you're just gonna like look up online or something how to do this shit or yeah it's it's definitely it's it's a product of like a bygone era of you know here ex- explaining how the moves go yeah exactly like I was pulling out how the, to do things oh yeah the smash bros one with like look everybody has well for all the starting characters you i can't i gotta remember this is a this is a audio medium too so i can't just like <laughs> yeah the super smash bros melee one it's like all the starting characters have like little descriptions and then all of their attacks are moved and like there's a description for each of them and stuff and it's just i don't know there's there's something to that that like it's the the that there's you have like physical like real like stuff to show for like the yeah the care and effort that's put into the stuff that just isn't a thing anymore or yeah my favorite thing is the in the very back the because we would i would do these all the time with my friends these like the customized special ways to play oh yeah we would do uh laser tag which oh okay i think oh that one's not in here so that was one that we made up i guess or no maybe it is but it's like you set the handicap to like the highest or lowest or whatever so and then you set everybody's you do you can like set everybody's damage to like 999 and then yeah. you just use fox and you just use his blaster. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's pretty yeah. good. We would do like I mean I remember for like birthday parties we would do like 99 man smash and it would just go on for hours with the like polygons or whatever. No, 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 like we do a stock battle and set it at 99 oh, stocks per person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'd do that and do 
uh, just Pokeball. We, uh, that was one of my favorites oh. to do. Was like high stock. You do uh, computers at like level four. Like you didn't want them so too uh, too high because if you set the computers too high, you're not getting any items ever. Yeah. So we set them like somewhere in the middle. Yeah, ninety nine stock, just Pokeballs at like the high <laughs> highest like item. So it's just rate. insanity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. This this is a fun little uh, product of a bygone era, but I'm pretty sure this is how to unlock every character in melee as oh. printed off from like game facts. But it's, I like how it specifies Falco Lombardi. He got the full, Oh, the full name full, treatment. Full name. Nice. But I remember, uh, Mewtwo was the last one. He was so hard. Cause that's, let's see if I remember that's, do you, you have it written down? I do. Yeah. Is it 20 hours of play? Or, or three hundred matches. Seven hundred versus seven hundred. Holy shit! Okay. I, I feel like I remember at, at one point in time setting like <laughs> like one stock matches, and we would just like oh, jump off yeah. to try and like kind of tilt the tilt the scales to like hit that seven hundred mark. Yeah, yeah. Mewtwo oh, and, was and, one of my then, not one of my mains, but I did really like playing as Mewtwo. This, there was also like you know, early early internet. Uh, there were like rumors, like how to unlock Toad and Sonic mm-hmm. in Super Smash, and you could just send people on wild goose chases. You yeah. know, yeah, do do this challenge in under two minutes, and then play this challenge as Doctor Mario, and you know, just horseshit, mm-hmm. and like you'd never unlock Sonic or yeah. Toad. But it was like, well, someone on GameFAQ said that this is how you do it. Yeah. And, and <laughs> why the would, game why would, almost... would someone lie on the internet? <laughs> yeah. I'm 13, and this is all true. Yeah. And uh, the game itself would almost, like, encourage that shit, because uh, the way that you unlock Luigi is you yes. finish the first stage in adventure mode, and the like second has to be on like the one or it two, has to have like a one or or two yeah it might be two yeah because luigi's two. number two yeah 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 and it's like you like you know that's akin to you saying like oh yeah you can get luigi if you do this and people be like that's you're bullshitting me that's stupid <laughs> l l is real 2046 oh, yeah. or whatever that rumor was yeah was that an, was that an ocarina of time thing no, or, that's that was Mario sixty four. If you go out to the fountain where Boo's mansion is, there's a little right. fountain that kind of yeah. has text that's not like really legible. Super legible, yeah. But people are like, "This is how you unlock Luigi in Super Mario sixty four. That's right. Yeah, man. That that is like there's no mystery anymore. Yeah, right. It, like, <laughs> you know, on the one hand, I'm old. I don't have a lot of time for this shit anymore. <laughs> so it is nice to just be able to like Google stuff. And just get, you know, go to Reddit or just you can yeah, you yeah. can very quickly find the answers to like, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, there is some magic lost in that, like both both that side of people like messing with other people and lying about secrets. And, but then also like like really discovering things that are really in the games together. And like not that I I did partake somewhat like I was we talked about that too like me like little like 10 year old me like on game facts 
Um, but most of it was me just like reading, lurking, I guess. Mm-hmm. But still, just really neat, just like discovering games in that sort of yeah. communal way. Between that or like friends at school too, I guess that's a a better example for me. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm stuck at this one part. What am I supposed to do? And someone's like, oh yeah, you got to do this. Yeah, like going you to school. Yeah, talking talking strat with your friends in elementary school. Yeah. About- <laughs> Or like, uh, you know, in uh, in Animal Crossing, you could play NES games, mm-hmm. but like yep. you had to do like feng shui in order to yeah. make them, you know, appear. Like if you put your green stuff in on like the west wall, mm-hmm. you'll get yeah, more like hidden <laughs> treasures and certain NES games are only available that way. Mm-hmm. There were some that uh, you could only get via Game Shark. Oh. And I do have those. Oh, okay. I think it was uh, Mario Bros. and Zelda. Okay. I, like I the comp- they're those full ones. games. They're fully in there. I know. That's insane. I had I had a few. I had Clue Clue Land, Balloon yep. Fight, yep. Oreos Woods. That was another one I remember having. Yeah. That's another, like, insane. Just that, like, just full games within yeah. Animal Crossing, just, like, as a bonus thing. I think Mike Tyson's Punch-Out was one that was, like, really... The, well, oh, well okay. okay, maybe we can... This can be another segue. Nintendo Power would have would have special codes for Animal... There would be, like, the Crossing Guardian. Oh, yeah, And that's there were, right. like, codes yeah. that you could give to Tom Nook. And he would be like, yeah. oh, thank you for entering this code. Here's your special prize. And you could get, like, specific Nintendo-themed things from, like tom nook yeah i forgot about that fuck me i wish i pulled out my nintendo power (laughs) (laughs) um was the gamecube the first console to have a modem adapter i don't think that's true a modem adapter do you think the playstation had it first or ps1 i don't think so well what 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 would have it then well, I mean, like maybe PS2 or Xbox, but I know that you could do like oh. local LAN stuff with the Xbox, but I don't know. I don't know if the PS2 had any way to connect oh. to the internet. I thought you were saying specifically, oh, I see what you're saying. Well, which one was, if we want to get technical, which one was, which console was released first? Oh, I don't know. Um, First generation, at least. Yeah. Because I, I know um, friend of the show, Evan... And his brother Isaac had PSO. a they had yeah Fantasy Star Online, yeah. which as far as I can remember, and I don't count like PC, like PC gaming, like yeah, it's on the internet, duh. Mm-hmm. But right, like yeah. you know, home console, because now that's just something that we assume is is baked into it. Yeah, I can connect mm-hmm. this to Wi-Fi. I can watch streaming stuff. I can play online games with other people. Duh, that's just part of it now. But I mean, back then, you know, like with like we were saying with the GameCube, like Nintendo's last console that you plugged into a TV and plugged controllers into, Mm. you know, it didn't really have a lot of online functionality, save for like a few games. And I think I think PSO and maybe one other game were like, yeah, there was. Yeah, that that used that because I remember uh, Isaac had the long like GameCube controller with the full keyboard. Oh, yeah, in the that's center right. Of it. Yeah. So he would play PSO and like you could type chat messages to like your friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if like the PS2 or the Xbox was capable of doing that. 
Uh, It'd be very funny if Nintendo was like actually the first one to do it. Wait, are you saying? I know for a fact that those both had internet capabilities. PS2 and Xbox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought you were saying specifically like the adapter as like a an attachment thing or something like oh, that. Oh, no, ha- hands down for sure. Like Halo, yeah, and oh, <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> PlayStation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no. So GameCube was definitely behind in that Damn. regard too. <laughs> yeah, it might have been Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles was the other one that mm. was online. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but yeah, I played some. I played some PSO, but no I... fucking way was I getting internet out of my place. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> back when we had we still had dial up for years after that. After <laughs> PSO came out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I wanted like a wave bird too. We we just we just had the basic ass. Hold on. Um, <laughs> Don't me up on all this. All the shit he still got. I still saw broken up. I come from broken home, so I don't know why he's rubbing this in my face. I just have like ten games from our library of like thirty plus. Meanwhile, he's still got all of his shit. <laughs> Multiple consoles. I don't even have a fucking GameCube anymore. Uh, Waybird's over there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where it's at. I had the Platinum one. But the Platinum? <laughs> Wavebird. Oh, okay. But um, very embarrassingly, I I busted it. I was mad. Oh. Um, at Luigi's Mansion. At Luigi's Mansion? So in Luigi's Mansion, you can get different colored frames for ghosts, depending uh-huh. on if you can get them done in one take and you don't take damage. Oh. And Bulasis can suck a dick. Because like <laughs> I would try to get Bulasis in one go and I would get hit. And I did it over and over and over and over. And I remember I just like, I got so frustrated, I just threw the controller. And I'm pretty sure the joystick, like, it hit something, and it, like, it was, like, loose. And then it was oh, man. irreparable. And then I, I, I have, like, the standard wave bird now. Ah. But, yeah, the platinum one is dead. We always, uh, I, w- I was, uh, I like the platinum. We had, we had the platinum yeah, platinum's console. Cool. And platinum, uh, well, we had, we had a black one, and then we had a platinum one. Mm. The orange one was cool. I remember there was like a Metroid Prime specific one. Was there with like, did it have I like the Metroid was. logo on it or something like that? Or maybe, oh, maybe um, the little circle in the middle that says GameCube. I wonder if it was like the Morph Ball. The Yeah. I, I don't know if there, maybe there was one that was bundled, but I, maybe it wasn't themed. themed okay. GameCube. Okay. I found there is an online gaming section on the GameCube wiki. So there's. The only internet games released in Western territories. Uh, so Fantasy Star, uh, one, two, and three. I swear there was one more, because it was like maybe that maybe it wasn't available in the U.S. But I swear it was like PSO and one more game. But yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying to think what uh they also had. If we want to go with off on that tangent of peripherals another one that they had um i mean i was a sucker for it and i had and i had 
like anything Nintendo at this time. And plus I had Nintendo power. So it was like propaganda for them too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but one that I really wanted that, that they had was a, it was like an attachment on the bottom. And I think it lets you play game or uh, game boy games. Mm-hmm. Game it. boy player. Game boy player. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. I, I have that. I've got nice. one. Even though like I had a fucking game boy, I had no need for it. Right. <laughs> like, play it on the TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if you yeah. had a Game Boy Advance that didn't have a bla- uh, like a backlight. Yeah, but I had the SP. So. Well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the SP hurts my hands. The I th- I you know I pulled mine out of the because it's, it's so small. Yeah, it is. It's really tiny. Yeah, even the 3DS. I was I I pulled mine out. It's back there charging. I don't think it's working, but I wanted to <laughs> just give it a try. I guess. But I was like, yeah, even the 3DS is tiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the Game Boy Advance was like the perfect thickness, distance apart from your hand with the shoulder buttons. I know there's like a pretty big modding community of people that like you can buy shit for like your Game Boy Advance to like give it a backlight. Oh, yeah. Change the shell. I'd be interested in doing that just to like play those old games on the Game Boy Advance Super, skin. I had the yeah. Arctic light blue one. Yeah, I think that's the one that I had too. Yeah. The well, yeah, uh, there's also Glacier a... Glacier Freeze uh, Gatorade Game Boy Advance. The, the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also had the... It was like a GameCube controller to Game Boy Advance thing. The, it like It's like the port plug-in thing. And yep. then it attaches to a Game Boy. Yes, I did yep. have a couple of those. Uh, primarily for this game. I think I mostly uh-huh. got it for uh, Four Swords Adventures. Okay. Um, because if you're playing single player, you can use a controller. But if you play multiplayer, everybody has to have a, a Game Boy Advance and one of those. So I th- I think I ha- I ended up getting two, and then I had a friend who had one too. So I ended up playing through the, I like invited him over and we did it. I don't remember if he came, if he came over for like the night or like a weekend, but we did the entire campaign <laughs> together. And to this day, one of my favorite like game experiences ever. I, I had, I don't know. It was so cool that like, mm-hmm. I, I really liked that game a lot, but like experiencing it like that for the first time with yeah. a friend in that like the intended way it is of it is kind of a lot of people don't like it because of how gimmicky it is it's very restrict i mean especially now you have the only way to play this game multiplayer is you have to have a gamecube you have to have game boy advances you have to have these connector cables it's very hard to play nowadays and that is annoying but i will say the effect when you do is awesome it's cool it's really well, yeah. cool because <laughs> I, I think I played a little bit of it, but isn't isn't it like if you if you go like underground, you play on the Game Boy? Yeah, and it goes to it's, yeah. It's such a it's a, that's like conceptually that's very cool. That's yeah. a very neat idea. And like playing multiplayer on like a shared screen because you're you're on a team. You're playing. Mm-hmm. It's the four swords. So you're playing the. If you're playing two player, you each play two of the split up links. Um, man, if I could have played this four player, oh my god, <laughs> that would have been like exponentially cooler. Um, did you borrow one of my? Did you borrow my thing for that connector? No. 
Yeah. No, because I would have played, like, I played this, like, when it came out. This was when I was homeschooled, because the kid that I played it with was one of my my homeschool buddies. Okay. This, and then I did use it for Animal Crossing, because you could use it to go to a, that's how you went to the island. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OG Animal Crossing. But yeah. And then the the Tingle Tuner in uh, Wind Waker. Oh, that's right. I did use it for that. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's right. You could just, like, drop, you could, like, drop bombs. Yeah, like if you yeah. were in a dungeon, the Tingle Tuner would just like do yeah. shit. Yeah, I forgot about the Tingle Tuner. That was so. Uh, that was a lot of fun. The only other peripheral that I wanted to shout out, uh, very quickly, were the Donkey Konga Bongos. Oh shit! Yeah, which, I like, never played those games, but my grandma man, got really that for that. us, and yeah, oh. it was like it was left, right, and then there was like a, there was like a clap, like it had like a little audio yeah. sensor. Uh huh. But man, <laughs> what's funny is I was watching That's that. Like, I was watching that like every GameCube game like listed, and like uh-huh. when I got to Donkey Konga, I, I listened to it, and they were, the music was like "Happy Birthday" or like tw- "Oh yeah, so that's like, right, yeah." The, <laughs> like that's the one you're playing for this game that is like a music game. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, what what can we get for free? What's in the public domain? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, but still, it was it was kind of cool. Um, I, I've definitely seen people do shit like, uh, playing Super Smash Bros, but like they'll use the Donkey Konga controller. Oh yeah, I've seen that shit know, too, yeah. Really funny, like gimmicky <laughs> stuff that like stuff. that, yeah. It, it, you know, and that's why, it, it's, it's the varying degrees, it, it's not, it's not a, it's not a black and white situation for sure, but it's honestly like, Four Swords Adventures is the reason why I'm a lot less uh harsh on nintendo when they go full in on their gimmicky shit because i'm like man (laughs) but if you do it right it's really cool yeah yeah in spite of what i just said about how annoying it is to if you wanted to play it nowadays (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah because we we did uh my cousin my brother and i we did the four swords that came with the the link to the past yeah on the game boy advance which i think Mm. is it's not a full... I mean, it's like four levels, I think. Yeah, right. It's... Yeah. It's it's but, weird, know, too. I played it on but, the DS. Oh, yeah, that's right. They put that out for the DS. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, no. We had to sit there close together with all our Game Boys because we had to, like, like daisy chain our connector cables. You had to, like, make sure it was all... Because, like, that's how you traded Pokemon, too, right? Mm-hmm. You had to have, like, yeah. you know, physical cables in order mm-hmm. to connect to, like, their other Game Boy yeah that that's a whole other like can of worms because like i remember we're getting off the gamecube path but connect Game Boy connector cables dude we this nowadays like i don't know it's still it's not like not like cool cool because we're talking about like game boys and pokemon but like we literally it was like it felt like we were doing like drug smuggling or some shit like that because one <laughs> i went to a christian school pokemon was <laughs> no yeah Pokemon yeah, good was, luck. Yeah, sent to fucking jail, uh, <laughs> meaning suspension or whatever. And there was this kid who was in, he was probably in middle school at this time. I was in, like, first grade. I don't know, whenever the first Pokemon came out. I might have been in kindergarten. We would, uh, he, he was, like, the only one of us who had a Game Boy connector cable. And I remember we would, like, go out, like, after school or, like, during some, like, some of like the volleyball games because our mom was the coach. Uh, we'd like go out to like his car and like, you got whip, stuff. Ha- like, pu- yeah, you know, pull out our Game Boys 
and <laughs> that's how we'd like battle and we would like uh we also did like this tournament thingy and like whoever this kid speaking of people lying <laughs> to you this kid would do it to your face he was like oh i have a copy of game of a uh, pokemon green that was a big uh a big rumor yeah because uh in japan it was you know they had green or whatever and then like we did like a, a tournament and whoever won he would give his copy of pokemon green to and yeah, i won right i won and it was a fucking floppy disk so i think if there was anything on it he just got like some like raw files of pokemon which i probably yeah. wasn't even that but it was, yeah, <laughs> it was Pokemon Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I I mean, to bring it back to the GameCube, I got my uncle works at Nintendo in, in middle school. Oh, because oh, I, I really wanted uh, Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And this kid was like, oh, yeah, I can, let me I can like burn you a copy of it. Oh, and okay. he was like, yeah, I have a relative that works in Nintendo and he can get me a copy and like I'll burn you one. And like I remember, like almost every day, like, did you talk? To, I, I I want Animal Crossing. Did you talk to him? Like, can I get in? Yeah, is okay. He and then it like you know that that's like a thing now. My uncle works at Nintendo. That's what yeah the kids used to say. And I was like, damn, I got hit by that. <laughs> did your uncle talk to Shigeru yet? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Chris Chan probably got the hardest my uncle works at Nintendo of all time. Like thinking Shigeru Miyamoto wanted to turn Sonic Shoe into a GameCube <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're at uh, we're at about an hour. Do you want to go in? Uh, I guess where do you want to where do you want to segue from here? Do you want um, to go into like honorable mentions? We kind of talked peripherals, a little bit of history. Yeah, I did kind of. I'm I'm scrolling the wiki page now to see. Oh, what if what if? How about we talk about? I don't know how long this this tangent will go for, but what if we talk about like uh, the game's library as a whole? I guess and like the the ratio of like, you know, what there what there was, uh, on yeah. to offer. I I might I may have miscounted, so don't quote me. But it's about in the U.S. Uh, well, in Japan, is like 651, or total, that's the total number, I guess, not just yeah. Japan. That's the total number is 651, but in America, I think I counted like 548, we'll call it just 550. Um, okay. Did you count, I'm, I'm interested, did you count how many you, because I did it on Google Spreadsheet, so it was really easy for me to figure it out, but like how many you played, like I listed every single game that I played off of that list. Oh, uh no i think i mean i think i mean every single game that i've played i pretty much have oh okay really um uh, i mean i I don't yeah we i didn't really unless you want to count like you know games that my cousin had but me i counted anything that like i like, I didn't count, because I know I had played it, but, like, NCAA Football 2003, because that was one of Travis's games. I know I played it a couple of times, but, like, I didn't count that, but anything yeah. that I played significantly, you know, whether I owned it or not, yeah, I, I counted it. Yeah, I think there isn't really anything outside of, like, what I currently have here. That's insane. That- <laughs> That's nuts to me. I, I mean, I like, have, like, 20 games here. Yeah, I mean... I think between, 
I mean, when we all lived in the same house, we probably had like maybe 30, I want to say around okay. there. But I counted 77 that I had played. Holy shit. Um, but that's with like trading with friends or like borrowing yeah. from friends. Uh, we rented a lot from the video store because like we right. would get it. We would go to the video store like every week or every other week and we'd always get a game or two. Mm -hmm. um, so there was a lot of that. I was not into the, you know, you know what I said about the Sonic and Knuckles borrowing indefinitely? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when it came to lending out, I was not, I was <laughs> not someone who was going to lend any of that shit out because I knew, I knew from firsthand experience what kids would do. It's yeah. like, ah, nope, this is mine. I will say, I think I did a lot more borrowing than lending out, but that's cause, <laughs> just because I don't think people really ask. Yeah, so of those I own, we we owned like less than half of what I had played total, <sighs> I guess. <laughs> so I, 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 I mapped it out, so I played 14% of the US oh, nice. GameCube okay, okay. library, which is like, I guess that's more than I was thinking. And then I I also listed the ones that I hadn't played, but that like I would still want to. Um, yeah. And that list was a lot shorter than I thought, so that was nice. Yeah, um, I mean, I I would probably put like maybe the Resident Evil remakes and like the Metal Gear Solid remake. Oh yeah, I guess I didn't count those because like, I have played those. Like yeah, I don't think I played the GameCube versions, but I yeah. played all the Resident Evils. But I did, I guess my shout, shout out, since you mentioned one already, Billy Hatcher was one that I <laughs> I never played, but how is it? I, 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 that was when I remember thinking looked really stupid, but then I think I, I remember it got like a lot of good reviews. Uh, honestly, I haven't played it since like all those years ago. Okay. And I, I don't think I played it much beyond like the first couple levels. I remember it being okay. I think it was like you literally were just pushing a giant egg around the stage. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't even remember what the objective was. To be oh, completely okay. honest, that was okay. one that like I don't know if that was either Jake or Mindy got, or it was like one that my grandma bought because she would just buy games that she would think that would be interesting for us to mm -hmm. play. So Damn. like, there's like random sports games, <sighs> and then just like you know, like I mentioned, Barnyard or like Madagascar, a lot of like early two thousands animated movie tie-in games yeah. but this is like a this is like an adaptation of a movie game which okay. usually i'm very i'm like eh, i don't i don't care about like uh -huh. tie-ins but uh -huh. the lord of the rings return of the king nice. i played the ab like i'm pretty sure my i'm pretty sure like james dean and i like 100 percent of this game unlocked nice. everything you could did all the levels like played the absolute bejesus out of this game i so mine i it wasn't in my my special ones but i did highlight just random ones that i did like especially in case we got around to talking about them mine was two towers okay but played very similarly also had a lot of like you could watch like yeah i think videos like bonus stuff yeah 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 but, i love the those that era of game of a uh, lord of the rings game yeah great stuff i remember I specifically remember like the section where it's like I think you're going to like ask the ghosts to like. I wondered like, if that's what you're gonna say. Yeah, there's that level that sticks out to me. A lot. And then there's one level that's really hard. I, I'm bad at like remembering like the names of locations and battles, 
but the one the one battle with like the Oliphants when it's just like there's waves of orcs. Oh, the like, ba- le- uh, battle of Palinor Fields. Yes, that yeah. section was really hard because like there'd be orcs putting up ladders and you have to run and kick mm-hmm. them off. And then I think you could like shoot arrows way far off in the distance to try to like set the things on fire before they got to you. It was mm-hmm. it was pretty tough, but it was like tough but fair. It was like right. You know, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was difficult, yeah. but it was fun. Good difficulty. That actually that reminds me of a a one from the that I played in GameCube. Uh, it's it's very different, but also kind of have the same vibe. Uh, called Spartan Total Warrior. It's oh. like a spinoff of the Total War series, mm. but it's more like a hack and slash, like those Lord of the Rings games. And I'd say that along with like this book that my aunt got me, that's probably what like got me into like old like Greek Roman oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, I love that game. And it was also kind of like a, I don't know if it was before or after God of War, but it also kind of felt like if it was after, it was probably definitely going for that God of War vibe. Because oh, yeah. it also included like mythical yeah. characters too. It wasn't just like, you know, you're fighting other people. Okay, I, I had a couple. Okay. One is one is a movie character, the other two are just video games, but um I mentioned Time Splitters before. Mm-hmm. I put both two and future perfect. Um if I was putting one on there it'd be future perfect. Uh oh yeah, that is one that I have right here. Future Perfect. Right nice. There. Amazing games. Amazing shooters. Uh, this is maybe my favorite. If we're going like first person shooter, like campaign wise, this might be my favorite. Okay. Like, period. Um, absolutely love this game. I love the wild, just the absolutely wild shit that happens in this game. The story is crazy. You're, it's, it's a time traveling mm. game. And it utilizes that concept to the fullest, I think. Hmm. Um, okay. And then the multiplayer is also awesome. You have like shitload of characters, guns, levels that you can play on. Super, super fun series. And then uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. That's the the movie character. Man, that game rolls. That that's one that these are all ones that like I I just I want to play them right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, it's. They they made it. It's like not quite cel shaded, but they did like super thick lines. It looks more like a comic book, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it holds up pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and you got to play as Venom in it too. And I just really dig the story for it. Um, just lots of fun. It's one of those the first ones that like it was that in Spider Man Two where it's like open world <laughs> was like a new concept. You had all of Manhattan plus some of Queens. I think you could swing around. Yeah, and dude, swinging around the, the city of Spider-Man is still super super fun, even in those old it's, GameCube titles. Yeah, like I feel like even modern Spider-Man games that have come out, they don't stray too far from that concept of just like con- yeah, it's like hey, swinging around a Spider-Man is cool. So that's yeah, I think Spider-Man Two, the game. That's like that's your Super Mario sixty four or your Ocarina mm. of Time. That's okay. like that's the template for all future. Yeah, yeah, ones pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the last one, probably lesser known. I might have mentioned it to you before. It's called Vex. Vex. Heard you about Vex before? Two X's. Vexx. Um, Why do I know about this? It's definitely kind of going for that like early two thousands like cool. Yes. Uh, edge. Also up there for like favorite of its genre. Um, 
one of my favorite platformers, just period. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know what I liked about it so much, but I played it as a kid. I could. I got like halfway through it. I eventually got it for. I think I have it on the Xbox now. I think that's the copy mm. that I have. I eventually beat it, like, not super long ago. That game gets brutally difficult. Yeah. Especially the very last boss. Like, just insanely difficult. And if you're trying to get all of the hearts, which are the stars for Mario. Sure, yeah. They're called Wraith hearts in that. If you're trying to 100% it, which I do because I can't fucking help myself. <laughs> uh, fuck, there's some really fucking difficult ones really <laughs> diff- like it's would i put it i think i'd put it above like banjo kazooie as far as like the because they have the 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 standard thing that a lot of platformers have of like you know get a hundred coins and you get a a thing you get a star or you get a jiggy yeah you know, if you collect all the notes or whatever in this you you i think it's a hundred things in each level it's a hundred little like i forget what they're called some sort of like what, what do they and, call those games like platformers no there's know. like some sort of like like collectible hunting there there's like yeah, a certain collection set collect no i'm thinking of board games there's um, like a slang term that they use for them but it's like yeah uh, collect coins jiggies stars whatever sort of yeah. thing yeah and there's one on like the last main level in particular that's like that's the one that, that that's the rival to click clock woods <laughs> for oh man because it also is kind of like it's not like the entire level changes, but there are multiple different areas to mm. the level and just some <laughs> real hard fucking platforming. Yeah. <laughs> just super hard. Vex sort of uh, looks like, um, it, I feel like after like the popularity of characters like Spyro and Crash, I feel like there was a sort of arms race for the next kind of cartoony, I'm, fluffy, animal, cool. humanoid guy. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's, like, what, Sly Cooper is, like, another one. Oh, yeah, that's it's one. It's, like, he's a raccoon. Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter. A... I feel like th- I feel like that is Naughty Dog, isn't it? I don't know who developed that. I think it might be. But, might be. But, yeah, there's, like, some sort of arms race for the next yeah. thing. And Vex kind of looks like it was, like, designed in that vein where, like, he looks cool, but he's also, it, yeah. you know. It's definitely going for that kind of edgy for the time. And, and yeah. That I don't think the game itself plays up that too much. Like he doesn't talk at least, which is probably yeah. a godsend. <laughs> probably be way more annoying if he didn't. Um, but yeah, I'd like it's got really creative, fun worlds. Uh, the combat's pretty cool. I remember the graphics being great for the time. Mm. Like the skyboxes and stuff in that game are were really really tight. You can sink a lot of time into it. I have because I've played through it a few times. I've only beaten it once. Um, yeah, but I've I've played I've gotten to the end a few times and uh yeah super super cool just forgotten gem in my eyes. <laughs> Before the virtual console was a thing, which like we kind of take I feel like we kind of take it for granted now, where it's just like old Nintendo games are just available. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did some special releases, uh, anniversary collections that I just want to shout out. Uh, I have a couple of those too. Yeah, Mega Man anniversary collection was cool. Is like Mega Man's one through eight. Eight? Eight? Yes. And then there were some unlockable, like Mega Man arcade fighter style games mm. that were like, I think they were only available in arcades. Okay. And then never, yeah, never before released in the US. So 
those are cool. I've, I've always been a big Mega Man fan, even though they're hard as shit. And I've only beaten like two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love yeah. Mega Man. So it's cool to have those. And then the other ones are these guys. I think you got one. Yeah. Yep. Sonic Mega Collection is one that I was going to shout out. Because, yeah. well, the, the Sonic Gems Collection is cool because it has like Sonic CD. So, so it has like some, oh, okay. some Dreamcast yeah, games or like. And it's like, I never really played the Sonic CD games, but I watched that video, the Sonic Boom video, a lot. Oh. Because it's such a cool animated intro. I watched that too. Oh. Yep. The song song was great. Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Gonna find what's on the other side of the rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) You had like a songs library. The the just the the presentation of the whole thing was really neat. Um, there was just so much bonus content, and then I'll let you finish yours. But I have another one that is also like super super like just so much extra shit. Yeah. Uh, uh the only other one I was gonna shout out was one that we both already talked about: <laughs> the Zelda promotional disc that has Zelda One, Zelda Two, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. Just it's, it's so a- cool to be able to play. Um, <laughs> Although I do have some beef, the Majora's Mask copy was a little bit buggy, and it was oh, prone okay. to freezing and having some like audio distortion glitches. I beat the final temple, the stone stone tower, stone tower, got all of the stray fairies, was going to return the fairies to the great fairy fountain to get the sword uh, great fairy sword yep great fairy and sword. the game froze Oof. and i didn't i've beaten majora's mask but like that was just a moment where i was like i don't want to play this anymore i want to do that again yeah because yeah, like, that's like that temple far and above the worst temple to get the fairies yeah. to the flipping upside down them. shit oh yeah. but yeah i just wanted to yeah. shout out the like the old school virtual console basically you know older games that just got re-released with bonus materials. I feel like there's like artwork. Maybe you, I think you mentioned that, but it's like, yeah, there'd be like cool supplemental shit added too. Or like, I think some of them even had like mini documentaries, like going to the Sega studios and talk like interviews, people talking about the art style, art direction, all that kind of shit was just packed onto this yeah. disc. You know, it was really cool. Yeah. That, so that's more like what the one that I wanted to shout out, maybe like my favorite sort of, like if we're if we're ranking the you know packaged re-release stuff, uh, Midway Arcade Treasures two. Mm. Um, it was the only one we owned, but in retrospect, because I after watching that video too, I was like, oh, I wonder what's on the other, because there was three Midway Arcade Treasures total. The third one is just racing games, and then the first one is like basically Midway Arcade Treasures two. It has a lot of the sequels to the games that was on the first one, kind of naturally. It's like, okay, no, I think we got the best one because, like, a lot of the sequels are the better ones. Like, Mortal Kombat 2 and 3 are on the second oh. one. Rampage World Tour, infinitely oh, better shit. than the first Rampage. Yeah, I'm looking at this. The only ones that the first one had that weren't on <laughs> the second one that I would have liked was Joust and Paperboy. Oh, and Root Beer Tapper, too. <laughs> what is this game called? Xenophobe. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's an actual alien. No, I know. Yeah. It's, just, it's just saying. That one was, that one was very neat. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 20 games. Uh, I mentioned in the last one that I was I was a huge like arcade nut, even yeah. though we just didn't have them around here. So any sort, I was like, fuck yeah, like arcade games. Yes, I'm getting that. It had a Primal Rage and a, a Hard Driving, which were both at uh, the Rollerama. Oh yeah, and, I remember Primal Rage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I loved having those. Like, because that was like one of my favorite things about going to uh, to Rollerama. It's like there's arcade games there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although I will say, Hard Driving doesn't kind of pack the same punch if you're not sitting down in the thing with the wheel and yeah because <laughs> it's not that good of a game <laughs> i always um, liked joust i was a big fan of joust yeah so that was on the first one but yeah. yeah so that's one that i missed out on there's a game and i'm looking at these and i'm like yeah a lot of these except for like there's a couple sports ones there's a couple racing ones yeah we played some of the racing ones but most of these i'm like yeah we i put time into apb gauntlet 2 Cosmic Cruiser, Mortal Kombat 2 and 3, Narc, I know I beat a few times, Primal Rage, Rampage, I think we beat, but I also think maybe that's just like you play it infinitely because, dude, I remember trying to play through that with, I think Sarah and Isaiah and me, and we played for like a whole fucking day, <laughs> and I, I don't remember if we beat it, it's, it's ridiculous how long that game goes for. <laughs> Total Carnage might have been my favorite one though. It's a multi-stick shooter, so it's like you use your left stick moves you, and the right stick shoots in every direction. Oh, and the, okay. that's like that's like the only thing you use. It's you have two sticks, and that's it. Oh, okay. And like the main bad guy is like Nazi stand-in. <laughs> um, and I'm pretty sure the final fight is like him. He's like a giant head that like floats around the screen. And then when you, as you like damage him, his, his like face starts like falling off or whatever. And then like underneath it's revealed it's Hitler. <laughs> and then you fight a giant disembodied oh Hitler God. head. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, I'd watch a playthrough of, of Total Carnage again. All of these games, you'd like go to them and you could do play or like bonus content. And there'd be like storyboards. Uh, oh, behind the scenes yeah. like footage uh i remember from mortal kombat in particular there was stuff like with ed boon like one of the creators and like how they like animated it and there's just so much extra content and i think we got it for like 20 bucks it's yeah. like yeah it's nuts just you, yeah. you're not gonna get that much shit on like for that price anymore yeah all that bonus yeah and i consumed all of it of course <laughs> There was one sports game that we played. It's called MLB Slugfest. Mm. And it was it, so like, you know, you got your standard sports games. But in Slugfest, you could beat the shit out of each other if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. That game. <laughs> so that's, yeah. That's all we did. That like, was one. That's right. Like we'd hit the ball. And <laughs> I'd hit the ball to the outfield, but instead of like going to get the ball, I would just run into the infield and just try to beat the shit out of whoever I could before someone grabbed the ball and like triggered the cutscene to like the next at bat. Like we wouldn't even That's play awesome. baseball. We would just try to find, you know, any reason to like go through the game and just beat the shit out of each other. 
Nice. Or like intentionally beaming the batter and he'd get pissed and he'd have like fire around his wrists and ankles. And that meant he's like, he's charged up. I definitely like remember that game being a thing. I don't remember if I ever played that. That's that's (laughs) awesome. That's like when uh, this also jumped back to the N64, but uh, same same thing as what we had a NASCAR 99. Um, (laughs) I don't think I ever really played that game. Like for real. (laughs) Um, We would always... The, the races are ding, 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 the, the flag and instantly reverse and turn around <laughs> and just crash into as many cars as we could. <laughs> and I always played as uh, Dale Earnhardt, so like in retrospect, that's kind of <laughs> messed up. Oh, just... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I remember a friend had Driver for the PC. Oh, and that's all yeah. we would do is just drive around and try to hit civilians and like <laughs> just cause as much chaos as humanly possible. Maybe that's why I don't like like people. I wonder if like at, acting like that in games like when you're younger is why I don't really resonate with people who play. I'm trying to think of like a, a game that takes it more seriously. I guess like The Last of Us, but maybe that's a little different, but like. I, I'm trying to differentiate it from like, you know, it's people like moms who don't actually play video games being like, oh, these are turning our kids into into violent people. But oh. when people play games and they're like, oh, that one's like really hard to play because you kill a lot of people in it. But I'm so desensitized to that shit because yeah. I'm like, yeah, but like in NASCAR all the time. <laughs> yeah. Or like, that's what I'm thinking of. There's a, oh, Spec Ops The Line. Do you know that game? Uh, I know it by name. It's like it's a it's like your generic military shooter, but it gets very heady at the end. Like it's it's oh. praised a lot for its story. People absolutely love it, and it plays into a lot of like, oh, you PTSD because you oh, you know you yeah. kill, and then it's like yeah, but you killed these people, and it like flashes back to like the levels that you just did or whatever, and it's like it's trying to make like you the player are a murderer wow. type it tries to do wow. that but i'm like that Ooh. that game totally fell flat for me because i'm just like it's a video game dude calm down <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah and i feel like that's is that it was that a gamecube game or what what, what was that for? i played it on pc i think it was like oh, okay. xbox 360 era ps3 oh, okay so i guess games were sort of kind of in that prestige advancing into like yeah this is this is a like this is a post Bioshock world that this game came out in, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bioshock is like, that's like the Mad Men or the Sopranos for video games where it's like, we can take ourselves I, yeah. seriously now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, like you said, had your, yeah, ideas, Ayn, Ayn Rand, Randian yeah. <laughs> ideas. Was that the yeah. first one or was that Infinite? Or was that, because his name's like Andrew Ryan. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the first one. Infinite's more just, it's not, it's not like philo- uh, philosophical like that. It's more just like head trippy, like, whoa. And yeah. I know this is so cliche now, but like multiverse stuff. It was really yeah. cool at the time. Infinite's yeah. my favorite of them. And I th- I think the ending's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I never finished me- that one. At, like any of them or, or just the last one? Uh, I got pretty far in Bioshock Infinite, but okay. uh, I got to a part, I think I might have told you about this before, 
uh, it was like one of the big, it was like a big fight. And it was one where you were like kind of in the sky and you had to use like that thing to like zip line yeah, around. Yeah, it was like grappling hook thing. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but what happened was I spent like an hour trying to find this last guy and he spawned in at an inaccessible area to me. So I'm, st- I'm trying to find this dude all the while the AI in the game, the dude is like shit talking me the entire time. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I just like, and eventually I, I Googled it cause I was like, what is going on? And like they're the first YouTube videos like, uh, yeah, this can happen. Sometimes a guy will spawn inside this building that you can't get into. And there's like nothing you can really do about it. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> and then oh, I was like, if awesome. I, if I like reset, it was like 45 minutes of gameplay oh. that I would, I would have to like go back to get to this point again. And then I don't know. Yeah. I just, I never returned to it, but I mean, I got decently far and like really, I really enjoyed it. I really, I think the thing I remember the most is like the little flying, uh, barbershop quartet doing God only knows. Oh by the yeah. Beach Boys. Oh yeah. That the like 1920s era covers that they have of songs in that one are so good. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar experience with Borderlands, which I I love. That's mm. I put hundreds of hours into OG Borderlands. And it was with my main character, my my original character, my OG was the hunter, and we'd 100% of the the entire main game and then we got to the DLC and there's like five different DLC. We only got to the one DLC, but it was the biggest one and I think we'd finished the main story of that DLC, but then there was some side quests. And one of them was basically a, uh, what do you want to, what do you call it? Like survival mode, essentially, um, where it's basically just like you face, you, you're in an arena and it's like Coliseum style fighting. Mm. And it's like you and your team has to just go up against like wave after wave of enemies. And it's like the last wave of enemies and this dude, it's like the same thing. He like spawns under the level and uh i try i actually i did it a few times and it also is like probably a half hour of gameplay to get to it and i tried it a few times and then i never i just stopped and then i never went back to that game and it wasn't like out of anger or anything it's just like it's one of those things where like oh i can't do it and then i'm like it just kind of stops you you know yeah you're like yeah, there's yeah. plenty of other things for me to do in that game at that point um, I could have went off and done some of the other DLC, but I'm just like, oh, well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking about the, like the prestige games, too, I wonder if that's another kind of thing that like sequesters the GameCube this earlier era away from that, like before games started really taking themselves seriously, you know? Yeah. I would say maybe PS2, they, they had a handful that, that were, but like the GameCube was just so innocent you know <laughs> yeah and also like the the discs were small and there was limited storage space so like full voice acting and motion capture wasn't yeah. really a thing that you could do yeah i mean they had like animated cutscenes for sure but like right. you yeah, know yeah. but also like that was nintendo's like first party stuff that's not really the the vibe right yeah like it's not really like their their bag like you know you got you got some like external storytelling in metroid prime but it was like you had to scan the computers and scan everything and yeah oh and i guess there was a 
voice acting for that, right? For your scanning. <laughs> yeah, that's person, true. Your yeah, very, very thing. limited. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, they still don't, but I guess there's... I mean, there's voice acting in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I guess there's actually a decent amount of voice acting in Metroid Dread, too. Oh, is there? Yeah. not None from... Samus makes noises, but there's, like, other sort of yeah. characters. Not right. not not a ton, but if if I was feeling like doing that much research, I could have done like percentage of like how many of the of those releases were sports games, how many were those those like movie tie-ins. And I wondered yeah. I wondered watching that, like they do they still do I mean not that there aren't like licensed IP like releases nowadays, of course, but like the ones where it's just like, oh, there's a new Pixar movie, there's gotta be a GameCube yeah. and Game Boy and DS and PlayStation. Like, you got to release it on every platform. And they would do those things where it's like, you know, you have uh, uh, robots was one I remembered on the GameCube and the Game Boy Advance. But, like, they're, like, totally different games. <laughs> it's just with these <laughs> characters from yeah. a movie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're sort of beyond that point now where, like, it was probably pretty profitable to like have those games tie in now but it's Mm -hmm. like i feel like now it would be the equivalent of that is like a Fortnite skin yeah yeah you're probably right yeah because it's like you know some of the games back there we have like a it's called like shrek super party it was like a mario party naka what's that is it shrek super slam no they just call shrek super party and it's like it's like Mario Party style oh, okay. game. We but we had it, one that was Monsters Inc. It was <laughs> it was Monsters Inc. Uh, Scream Factory or something. And it was like it was like all like part. There was it, there wasn't a story to it. It was like you know what? Some GameCube games are at my parents' house, and oh, monster okay. the Billy Hatchers at my parents' house, and the Monsters Inc. One is I can see it now. Yep. Yeah, Scream Arena or whatever. It's like that's yes dodgeball basically. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that one now. Yeah, we we had a handful of those that mostly like those were the ones that Sarah got. I think right. Like, because they would do they they would like get me and Travis a game for like Christmas or something, and then they would just get Sarah one, but she she wasn't as big into it. So we had like a Rugrats game. Yeah. Uh, we had the Incredibles, which I mentioned before. Um, yep. 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 And most of those ones that would try like the Rugrats and Incredibles one both tried to do like. You know, like they had like a main story mode, and I played through them. But I feel like, in retrospect, those are like some of the ugliest fucking games ever. That's, <laughs> Any of those okay. Ones. So I was watching that video that you sent me, yeah. And that's like a thing that I noticed. A lot of the third-party games mm-hmm. looked so empty. Ah, uh, empty. Yeah. But it's like ugly too. But like mostly, <laughs> it would be like. There would be like a line of coins that you were supposed like whatever the collectible was in the sure. game. You had to like, oh, there's all the collectibles, better <laughs> run that way. And then there's like bad guys that you punch and kick. They yeah. all just seemed very bare bones. Like, you know, th- I mean, they're just tie-ins to movie. It's mm-hmm. like we want to make extra money off of this movie, so people are gonna buy this because their kids like this movie. Yeah. And, you know, compare that with like literally any of like nintendo's like first party you know they developed games it's it's almost like it's a different console like you look at the environments of like you know metroid prime 
or Metroid Prime 2 or like even Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. Like all those games feel big. Like I don't I, there's something about them but it's just like yeah, a lot of these other games it's just like kind of ugly stretched out textures on polygons. Yeah. And like a few generic bad guys and then collectibles and like some light platforming. It's just ugly and just empty. And like kind of crazy thinking of those being like the same console. And yeah, I think that's what I wonder if those are the ones that like got focused on a lot of because like the, the GameCube had always got sh- shat on because of like its lower graphics. It's for and, like, babies. Sure. And and yeah, because of that. But is yeah, I think it's just because they did like, I don't know, PS2 also had a shitload of those tie-ins yeah. too. I, th- I think PS2 oh, yeah. was the one that, is the PS2 the one that had like, has like the most game releases for like any console or is that the first <laughs> PlayStation? I could see it being PS2 just for like sports games and like DDR games. Uh, did the PS2 have like the the microphone camera peripherals, or was that like the, or is that like Xbox Connect? That might, yeah, that might have been. I swear, I think the PS4 had something along those lines too for like the Just Dance games. I feel, <laughs> I feel like I read somewhere that like the last Wii game was released way later than you'd actually think. Like I feel like there was like a DDR or just dance Wii game oh, that was yeah. released in like 2019. Let me see. I have a, <laughs> I know that happened with like the DS for sure. The last like, GameCube game on here. I think, it was like, I think it was like Madden. Yeah. In 2007. Although I think August from what I read, Nintendo had stopped making games in like, like six months prior. Oh, like was, was Twilight Princess the last Nintendo released gamecube game yes it was yeah yep, december 11th that is funny that like they use they sort of use zelda to pass the torch yeah because they did it with skyward sword yeah but yeah. then uh <laughs> breath of the wild oh yeah the last too yeah right wii u game and then it was on the switch too it was like a launch title yeah i didn't even think of that one yeah yeah uh, that, yeah, that was the last Wii U game that I bought. Guess how many PlayStation 2 games there are. According to Wikipedia, this is Japan, Europe, and North America. 900. Uh, Higher? Yeah. 1,200. I'll give you one more guess. 1,700? There is 4,376. <gasps> According to Wikipedia, it's oh my God. the list of games is two separate pages on Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I didn't have to watch a eight hour yeah. video that had all the holy PlayStation shit games. But Jesus. that's like the percentage of like good stuff to just like, I know gutter trash. Yeah. Because when I think Christ. PS2, I think like. Final Fantasy games and like, Crash you know, sequels to like Crash Bandicoot and yeah. Spyro, but it's just like, what else is there? Yeah, what were like the big hits on the PlayStation Two? I know they had oh Shadow of the Colossus. That was like the one that yeah. I was like, I want a PlayStation Two for that game. I feel like there were some like horror. Oh, oh you know what? PS Two had like horror games. Silent Hill Two. Oh yep. Yeah. Uh, there what was go. the other one? 
I, uh, Fatal Frame, I think, was a really big one. That was like uh-huh. that Japanese photography ghost game. Yeah. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. I mean, that was like. Oh yeah. Yep. Massive. Yep. Yeah. I PlayStation is the system that I am like the least connected to out of all out of like any because yeah. you know we got the Xbox when it came out. We never had when I you know pre GameCube. We just had a. We had an NES, but we got rid of it before I yeah. remember. So we had the Genesis and the N64. So I've I've been a Nintendo boy like through and yeah. through. Yeah, um, I'm only really nostalgic for the PS1, and that right. was basically Spyro Crash, Gex, Croc. Yeah. And then Chocobo Racing was like the only Final Fantasy game I ever played. Oh, really? Yeah. I do, I do love I mean I I like Final Fantasy because uh mainly cuz like I would go to my friend's house and he had a Super Nintendo and I play Final mm. Fantasy 2 that was what got me into it and then I had the oh, okay. couple Game Boy titles and stuff and then yeah I've played like 7 and the big ones the new yeah. but like the newer the more modern ones like I I see like trailers for them and I'm just like I don't know it just doesn't doesn't really yeah hold sway over me that much that series I've I've heard that the PS2 ones are among the better ones. Like, yeah. what is it like? I've, I think 13 I've that heard is one, really good. I think that went up through 13. PS2. I could be. What, whatever one had uh, Titus. I'm not sure. I know who you're talking about, but I'm not sure which one that was. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a, oh yeah. man, you want some great like voice performing too. You should definitely play those early. They probably updated them now, but play those early Resident Evil games. Those got some great oh, yeah. ass voice acting. Oh yeah, I knew I knew the the P. I, I know like the PS One Resident Evil One, like the big ones, like the for you the uh, the master of unlocking. Yeah, or or uh, like the Jill sandwich. Yeah, Jill sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> our, our my favorite was always uh, Barry in in OG. It's just. The one that that we always say is the, no, don't go. That was the, <laughs> we'll splice in some of the clips to help. <laughs> uh, okay, this is we're we're gonna say this is the end of of part one because this is going long. We still got stuff to do. So whenever part two comes out, um, we're gonna cover our own personal top tens. As well as yeah. uh, some other games we want to shout out, so yeah, that'll be Stay out tuned. At, at some point. Um, I, so if you don't want to be spoiled for next week's episode, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for next week's movie, or whatever it is, twenty-year-old games. No, I mean, well, like whatever episode comes out after this, where we're talking about some movie, presumably. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, watch it before next week's episode. These yeah, come out every too. Wednesday at 7 p.m. EST. It feels weird doing it like this, but uh, <laughs> on uh, Twitch and YouTube in video form, as well as uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and more in audio form. We also have socials on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. So you have to follow whatnot there. Engage on the YouTube. That's our, that's our hit uh, platform as of now. Um, <laughs> with all that out of the way uh uh i i am your uh game boy player 
Twink. Wow, twink. yeah, yeah. <laughs> TJ, uh, aka Jace Bucket. He's with me as always. Uh, as always, I am your, I'm your tingle tuner. Oh, fuck, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, aka Dr. Funk on Twitch. Okay. Uh, bye. We're, we'll still be here. Yeah. But We're see not going you. anywhere, but you are. Yeah. See ya. Yeah.